This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. Hi, I'm Nicholas Wagoner. And I'm Chad Westbrook. And this is How Is She Though? A podcast dedicated to recapping all of the episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you like what you hear, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash howisshethough and click on that Amazon portal link. That's right, because if you're going to buy shit online, you might as well support our goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah, like wigs, nails, all of that. Just do it and support the podcast. Thank you. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. 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 How is she, though? How is she, though? Like a like a They're all bottoms. Oh, 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 oh. Don't joke about that. Bring back my ghost. Oh. This is not RuPaul's best friend, no. Ray. <laughs> party, 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 party. You know what? I'm going to start this time. No, I'm going to start this time. All right. All right. Welcome to How Is She, Though? We are at like the last little bit of the show. Like we are in the home stretch, as some, they say. Some call it the home stretch, and some people just call it an anus. Some people call it an anus. Mm-hmm. Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah. okay. That's what I call it. So yeah. this has been not just a week for Drag Race. It's been a week for us and the whole world. And the whole world. Sometimes we have to. F- we forget about that, like because we're watching a show and stuff. Yeah. But like everyone else has lives. There was two sporting events that I didn't even know happened, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be like I'm gay. I don't know sports, but like that but, is where I'm at right now. Yeah, but I'm not that. Gay. Like I like watching basketball and stuff. But both the NBA Finals happened. Mm-hmm. Who won? Who knows? The, Ca- the Cavaliers. No, the other one. The, the Golden State Golden Warriors. State Warriors. I, I didn't even see one sweep. game. I didn't hear even about LeBron. I didn't see LeBron James in any feed at all. At all. And then all of a sudden the World Cup's starting? Yeah. So two big sporting events are happening. I mean, Meanwhile, the World Cup's arguably even bigger than the NBA. Uh, inarguably. The World Cup is inarguably bigger than the yeah, NBA. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that took too long. We got there, though. Yeah. Well. But it's been a week for us. But you know what? Let's not talk about the world issues. And because, you know, what? who cares about them? Let's talk about ourselves. Not Trump. <laughs> not Trump. <sighs> can say that for sure. That's true. Um, um, yeah. But things in my neck of the woods have been. Rainy. Rainy. And cloudy. Strange. Yeah. Uh, no sightings of unicorns in my woods, you know? No. Like, that's like, that would be a good thing. Yeah. Um, We're lucky to have you tonight. I know. I was probably the closest to death that I've ever been. Yeah. Like, and, like, I'm not a drama queen, but this is... Well, yeah. you are a drama queen, but this is separate. <laughs> that's separate from this. This is separate. I, like, I'm usually a drama queen when it comes to fashion and boys. But yes. Like, when it comes to fashion, then you are a drama queen. <laughs> yeah. You say, this shirt is nothing to me. 
and I rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have another shirt. And you don't have another shirt. And then you, <laughs> we look at boys and you go, I love you so much. You're my everything and I'll do anything to keep you around, even <laughs> kill myself. Yeah. But then when it comes to my health, I'm like totally normal. Stoic. Yeah. So like this is not an exaggeration when I say I was pretty close to death. Yeah. Um, I was in and out of the ER three times this week. Mm-hmm. Finally, on the third time, I was checked in for a full day in the hospital because daddy had a uh, severe throat infection. Well, that's what was wrong with daddy. But what about with Nicholas? <laughs> um, he contracted a severe throat infection from daddy. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so is daddy doing okay? Uh Daddy's doing better. He's, uh, let's get into the nitty gritty. I mean, it's, so I was dealing with back issues. We know this. I think maybe I've talked about it. Yeah. Um, for like a month Mm -hmm. and I was finally getting over it, looking on the other side and then all of a sudden, bam. Like Alexis Mateo. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Bam. Throat infection. Uh, throat (laughs) infection and like swollen tonsils. My whole, like inside of my mouth looked like it shifted over an inch, like, and turns out I had an abscess, which is just a nice fancy term for a pus pocket in my mouth filled with infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and making it near impossible to deep t- throat a nine incher. Yeah, which is, you know what? I'm not again. I'm not a drama queen, but it's a problem. But that's your the social life. Yes, I'm constantly on the lookout for a nine incher to deep throat, and <laughs> when you can't because you have a throat infection, it's. It's soul crushing. It's soul crushing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but finally on that third visit, uh, they cut open my throat. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they went inside and they like, <laughs> let's spare the nitty. Let's, let's spare the dirty deeds. Yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't get into it too much, but you guys, if you want to pee, pee in me, private message me. <laughs> I'll tell you all. Guys, the dirty if you want to pee in me. <laughs> Just private message me and I'll tell you the details. Yeah. Um, but I'm better now. I would love if you just got like thousands of messages. <laughs> <laughs> they want to like some weird fetish where they want to know like yeah. w- like what was in my mouth. We were like, wow, that's our audience. Yeah. Somehow that uh, the fetish for cutting throats. True. Like, remember when I said we would do anything to eventually get sponsors and paid? Like, yeah. I, if I want, if I'll talk I'd about throat infections. Yeah. You guys want throat infections? I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah. Please. Well, damn. But you're um, feeling better now. I you're am. on the up and up. Yeah. I mean, you heard my like how my mouth like yeah, how, how is, my mouth sounded. You heard how my mouth. No, but for real, this is how you sounded. You go like that. Yeah. And then I went out with a friend for Drag Race on Thursday, and I was a mess. He can attest to that. We'll hear about that very soon. <laughs> Will we? Yeah, I think okay, so. Probably not. Yeah, he's taking his In fact, now. you know what? Like, feverishly. Let's like, you know, I'm I'm very positive. I'm happy. I'm like, like I yes. last night, I just like it was like a ray of sunshine hit me because I was just like realizing how much better I felt, and I was just like, this is good. I'm on the other side of this, and I'm just like ready to kind of like be healthy and tackle like more stuff. Like I'm ready to be go back on the job hunt and get a new job yeah. and like be healthy, go on hikes and stuff and do all of that stuff. So I'm really, really excited. Cool. There's a journey ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm fun. really, really excited. And like, I have a more positive outlook. So awesome. going in that direction, let's talk about some positive stuff in your life. What you just, mm. what just happened to you. Yeah. Um, uh, I just was in a drag competition at mm. UCB theater and I, um, had so much fun. I put in a lot of work. My drag character's name is Stepmom. Um, it's with nine other or no eight other, so nine including myself, mm-hmm. really talented uh, comedians and drag queens, 
And this is like the fourth uh, show that they've done or fifth show that they've done, something like that. Fifth, it's season. Season or whatever. Yeah, sorry. So this is All Stars. So I've done it before and I'm coming back mm-hmm. with some friends. And it was the most fun show I think I've ever been a part of for sure. Yes. And looking back at like, so UCB, it's just a comedy theater, you know, it's like improv sketch comedy, stand up, whatever. So when they do a drag show, they did it. The first one was like a couple, three years ago or something like that. It was just men putting on some shitty party city (laughs) wig and like borrowing a dress from one of their friends and walking out on stage and being like, I'm a woman. So I do this. It's now like an official, like legitimate drag show. Yeah. It feels like everyone puts in so much work Mm -hmm. and like the makeup's actually really, really good. It's so much fun. It was the most sold out the the theater's like ever been. Like for a minute, they see like 110 or something and there was like 150 people sandwiched in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And it started at midnight. It's just like such a rush. And then, bitch, I took home the win on the first episode. And this is uh, All Star Rules. So it was like lip sync for your legacy. So, uh, stepmom, stepmom. I uh, well, so I also I want to mention because I think I want to release it as both a song mm-hmm. and as a music video. I for my talent, we all got a minute to do a talent, and I had my really good friend Mikey Ott, who's like a super talented, like <laughs> helped us with our sound music effects. producer who did our sound effects. Um, who you know uh, Janelle Monet has been in that building when I was <laughs> I will always dirty bring it computer back there. dirty computer, um, but he helped me or he like made the beat for me. I wrote the lyrics and the melody, and it, the beat is incredible. And I only got a minute, so they cut me off like before I got to like this really crazy good part. Um, so I'm gonna release it. There will be some stepmom. Oh, it's wait. just a song about how much she loves convertibles, and <laughs> it will be it will be out in the world eventually. Um, eventually I'll, this is like one of my dreams on my bucket list. I want to be able to say, buy it on iTunes. So I will have that moment happen soon. Yes. Now, speaking of, uh, UCB drag race, like you said, there was nine other competitors and we have a guest today who has been on the show before, who is also a competitor on the UCB drag race all-stars. One of the funniest people I know. One of the funniest people we both know. Uh, top two favorite improvisers of all time. Who's, who's your number one? Uh, it's either, it goes between, I love, um, our guest or, uh, Kale Hills. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. You know, I did it some improv in my day too. Uh, You're not, you're not in my top two. (laughs) You're not in my top two. I didn't say my top five. Oh, am I in your top five? And now that I'm doing this, I'm thinking about all the other people I love. I love Oscar Montoya. I love Mono. I love Steve. I love, but Nicholas Wagner, the name rings a bell, but that bell is far away. Wow. Just kidding. The bell is really close to me. You and I, we have so much fun in Professor together. We haven't done it in a while. We probably should do we like should, yeah. a duo show. Anyways, about our guest. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best people we know, he's on the UCB Herald team dollhouse. He's yes. um, releasing his short film. I'm, uh, we're going to murder my ex-boyfriend. I think I got that wrong. Yeah, how about he just comes in right yeah, now and yeah, tells yeah. us the title? This is his second appearance, and he's our first two-timer. First two-timer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Ryan, Ryan Barton. Yeah, pussy bitch. Aunt pussy bitch. Aunt pussy bitch, yeah. Aunt pussy bitch. Thanks so much for having me again. Yay. 
You got, I mean, this should be, uh, or I don't know, this is no surprise to us, but we all hang out a lot. Yes. So, you're yeah. our sister in arms. Yes. It might as well, I slowly can turn into a three host. I mean, you're, you, you're in our back pocket. Right. I, I yeah. mean, truth be told, like, I, I was almost not going to do this episode because I wasn't sure how I was going to be. Yeah. So yeah. Ryan very graciously was like, yeah, I'll step in. I am. Yeah. I actually was like so humbled. So yeah. excited. Cause I was like, oh, great. I actually yeah. have a surprise I'll talk about when we get to it Yay. later because cool. I prepared just cool. in case we did have to co-host. Yes. Um, but yeah, I am glad we can like talk about it for like a half second. UCB Drag Race All-Stars. I just, it gave me everything yes. I needed. And everybody, I like, I don't know about you, but walking in, I mean, we've kind of talked about it. I, yeah. I really underestimated a lot of the people that we were going up against. Same. Mm-hmm. Just because... For no other reason, just be, I guess, like we don't see these people in the drag setting ever, right? So it's like how I don't know, I don't it, know why. I yeah, I think it's like you and I work together a lot, so we and know so what we're we can all do. and we love each other, like we get each other's comedy. So there's already a second hand, and yeah. we like we like already get excited about each other's stuff a lot. Yeah. So when you think about other people, you're like, okay, yeah, but it doesn't matter. And then when you get there, it I was, was so everyone. What's that? I was so intimidated. There was were so great I, I got in. I was nervous about the show and about my stuff, but getting there and looking at everyone else, I was like, oh, this is everyone brought it brought tonight. It. The makeup was incredible. The looks were makeup, huge. The, the looks were, were huge. Like, I've always been weak with looks, both in like character sketch <laughs> and just like costuming in general. Yeah. So that's like my personal um, weak point. And everyone's costume, I was like, I could never think of that. I like, know. it was incredible. And a yeah. lot of like a lot of the queens make their own stuff. Yeah. Which I'm I've just I was like bought whatever I could find for cheap. Do you do you know what's so interesting? Crafty. Like drag RuPaul's drag race, obviously it's a show that's constantly evolving mm-hmm. and that's why we love it. Mm-hmm. Right? And Dragula is what I guess we would be considered the like alt, the alternative, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. However, I really do have to say, like it's, I feel like this show, the UCB Drag Race, that to me is like the true alt. Like, because it's, yeah. it's, it's taking what we've learned from RuPaul and just applying it to like an actual show, I guess. Yeah. And, and it's a little messy and it's a little sloppy. Well, it's like very comedy heavy. So it's like, I mean, there's, very comedy there's heavy. been queens that have been on Drag Race who've taken improv classes and comedy classes and... I, I mean, they're more of the drag world and they have comedy influences. Like mm-hmm. they've, they've dabbled where I feel like UCB drag race is these are comedians who are, who dabble in drag. You, and yeah. I, I think it's drag. Like we said, the drag is evolving and it's getting more mainstream. So there's now because of the nature of what drag is, there's like a lot more openness to like explore mm-hmm. and try different things. Like there's totally. bearded Queens. There's like, there's people who just fuck with gender in general. Yeah. And it's like, I think, you know, a fringe comedy drag world is, it's exciting. Cause I mean, I, I didn't get to go to this show because of the health issues, but I was like, I was on my phone looking at the, the, the hashtags and like getting videos sent to me and it was obsessing over everything I was seeing. And there, there's some, there's an energy to this show that is just so like comforting and like loving and queer and yeah. beautiful. And I think everyone's just instantly on board to have fun and support and just, it's just, there's no, I don't think there's an ounce of bad yeah. in the room. The negative energy is 
almost non-existent. Yeah. yeah. Also, it I can't exist there. It can't. It's just so it's, everyone's so smiley and happy and like it's candy. And I really love the fact that like drag still scares me mm-hmm. and it's so fun. Like that stage as a comedian is my home and it's really fun to it's like it's fun to put on the drag and do it because like none of us are drag queens. Yeah. We all are just comedians pretending we do drag as hard as we can. Now, though. Uh oh. Uh I mean, I really do. I, I like it, it's so much work, but I really like could see myself doing it. You yeah. were. So we so Chad and I are on a improv team called Rita Repulsa and we weren't there and we all discussed it fully. We're like, this is your doorway to yeah. step into that when you're ready. See, like I, I, I think it's so much work that I, right now I can't imagine myself like wanting to invest it, but this is my thought with it is like, let's see where this snowballs, like yeah. the show snowballs. That's what we were saying. It's like, it's like you, like you already, like this is where you and I are different is because you already go to like Nigel's and know your makeup and skin stuff. And like, uh-huh. I love it. And like, <laughs> I went there by myself to get prepared for this. And I was like a lost little lamb. Nigel's is like a, it's a but, beauty store in LA. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. Uh-huh. Nigel's is a beauty store in LA. And I, and, but like they put the makeup like on my thing to like test out my, and I was like, Oh, this is fun. But like, it's that to me, there's no, um, uh, thing that goes off that it's like, yes, I'm going to do, want to yeah. do this more by myself. It's just like <gasps> fun. Okay, I'm yeah. so glad I'm not doing that. Yeah. It stresses me out. Totally. But I love... I mean... W- it's, it's a compliment most, to you. It's the most fun thing. The other thing is, like, where that path is really hard. Like, I... Yeah, it's I work. wish I got into drag when I was really young, because I do... I mean, this is, like... I'm just, like... Oh, I don't know. All ego out the door with this, but I truly believe if I had gotten into drag young, I, I have potential to be someone who was cast. But like, but also that storyline, that like narrative is like so true for so many people in like a ton of creative fields. Totally, any, yeah. any field. You just have to put the like, work in. Oh, I wish I went back to school or then or like, I, I wish I, I did wish improv. I wish I invested when, in yeah. Alphabet Inc. Also though, you know, <laughs> because Drag Race is about to be coming out a lot more frequently mm-hmm. because of the, they have the money now. It's on VH1. So you know there's going to be those new queens on there that are like, I just saw it and got into it, and I'm older yeah. now, and I'm trying it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it, and I'm good at it. But if I'm like, I'm starting drag at 28, then I'll be like... Some of the Actually, most successful right. queens on there right. are there's over also 30. So much, yeah. so much information out there now and videos and like how-tos and like it's so much easier and quicker to learn things. Well, I can guarantee I'll do some shows because there's there's... After this, after Drag Race ends, that used to be Drag Race ends, yeah. I think I'm going to be craving it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just so fun. It's going to be a consistent thing. Yeah. And, you know, just for everyone listening, like, if that's an, in, like, you learn a lot about who you are by doing the process. Putting I, on the persona. Yeah. Just, like, it's incredible. We always say, or we, like, just, like, I guess my team and like, I'm sure your team, it's like you put on all the makeup and everything. And then you're like, I don't know, this seems crazy. And then the lashes go on and then the wig comes on. And then you're like, I am lashes and lips, lashes, lips and wig. And you're like, I'm a full different person. Hey mama. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it's that miss cookie moment, you know? Yeah. A little bit gay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We've all had that moment. Probably when you're in your room dancing to Britney and you're like Filling five or eight or six, whatever, and you're just like, um, nah, 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 nah. and then it's like, it's like that inner child that yeah. got silenced. Oh, how early. good is that? Like, that's a good way of putting it, is like being in your element in drag 
is that inner child. It's like like you're in your room with your hairbrush and seeing, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I'm a fucking performer. And it's like, you know in your head, you're like, I wish I was this 100% of the time, but your insecurities and your fears keep you from that. But I feel like when people put on drag, they have that armor and that shield and it's just, they're able to exude that. That's what I said right afterwards. I was like, wow, that was the most Teflon I've ever felt doing a Ugh, show. That's beautiful. It was so cool. Cause you're just like, it doesn't matter. Like stepmom has no, there's no judgment that you could put on stepmom that stepmom will carry with her. Right. Chad is, if you say something to Chad, it's different. Like I go to bed as Chad, whatever. And he, and he hurts. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he's a walking uh, scab, a picked scab. <laughs> Like literally all gay people are. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, we pick our scabs all the time. Yeah, it's everybody. It's like just a all gay sensitive. people are pick scabs. Yeah, yeah. That's your platform for governor. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm running soon. I know. I just missed it. You just <laughs> yeah. Primaries in California just happened like a week ago, and I was like, but man, like, I could do that. Yeah, much I was. Like, I was I, at the voting booth. Much like I was watching Drag Race, and I was like, I can do that. You were watching. The, the, ele- the results. <laughs> You're watching the election <laughs> results. Yeah, and I was but like, I mean, good news is me. like you have like a good four to eight years to prepare because that governor, whoever, who was elected. <laughs> no, it's no one's elected. It's just like oh, who's in the, the race. Oh yeah, because it's in November. God, I'm crazy. Stupid. Oh yeah, stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm stupid, guys. <laughs> we all are a little stupid, you know. Yeah. Tonight we are. Yeah, we're um, exhausted. Well, you know what? Like. I think maybe it was time to get into the episode. Absolutely. Yes. So let's get in, let's get in, let's get in to it. Oh, fine. So. so this is a big one. This is, we're like right in it. It is final four. And these girls, we know what the drill is when you get to the final four. You've been using so many sports terms ever since you started talking about this episode. Final four and drill. You know what it is? The antibiotics have turned me straight. No. I'm turning Stop. straight. We have to kill him now. We have to cock the gun. Cock? Cock? Wait, hold on. Wait, hold hold on. on. Hold on. Did you just say cock? Yeah, we did. Why? Is that triggering something? He's oh. changing. Oh, oh, God. He's sprouting oh. a unicorn horn. Give me a nine-incher. Oh, he's popping oh, back. She's off. back. He's popping that unicorn horn off, and he's... We're okay. Deep it? You're deep throwing your own unicorn horn? Okay. Yeah. You never deep throw your own unicorn yeah, horn? I know. It's sexy as hell, though. I think it's sexy as hell. Anyway, um, anyway. guys, so we know the Final Four drill. It's These girls are going to perform a number. They're going to get some choreograph. Yep, they're going to get some podcasting. You know, eat a tic-tac. Uh, do you guys mind if I dive in, not jump in here? Oh, you're going to dive in? What, how high is the board? How high is the I'm board? in the middle one. The middle one? Too, too scared for the top? 13 feet. 13 feet. 13 footer. Okay. 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 So, you know, we start off the episode. We get to see the girls. I really, you know, I want to touch on, like, how I think beautiful it is and so cute how excited Aquaria is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most... The vulnerable we've seen her not even in a like like emotional sad state it's just totally. she's vulnerable and like she's just excited to be there in a happy way yeah. happy yeah. way and i don't think we see that a lot Actually, and i really yeah happy being happy being vulnerably happy is a thing that's yeah. a it was truly in the it, moment yeah. mm-hmm. she was, was truly cool. in the moment it just yeah so i just like remember that as i was trying to dive yeah. in um so the thing i want to talk about and the thing that's on my tumblr feeds <sighs> that people are talking about that i got a little heated on but is an interesting discussion uh-huh. is cameron And when they had that moment in the workroom when she moved all her shit. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was just because she's like, she was like, okay, like I'm hot over here. But also because, you know, there was a little bit of like that eureka moment. 
Oh, like later with the being scene. like, Cameron, what are your lyrics? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And someone was just talking about, okay, why aren't shy queens like as represented or have a chance to win? And uh-huh. I think that is a very interesting and valid question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just wanted to, you know, open it up. I'll open it up to you guys. I, I think that was an interesting a point that I took away from this episode. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say is I, I am a Cameron fan, um, and I know she's gotten some heat from Chad and and guest Travis, uh, Travis, and other people. And I, I don't think it's wrong why she's gotten heat. And I think the easiest answer is just like the problem with like shy queens is it's just not good television, and. I think I don't think people's criticism of Cameron is Cameron as a drag queen or Cameron as a person. It's Cameron as a the persona for television as the America's next drag superstar. And even though I am a huge fan of Cameron, where Cameron is at now in her progression on where we're seeing her at the show is she is not America's next drag, su- drag superstar. And make, can I challenge you mm-hmm. to answer that further for people? Yeah. Can you give us the why to that? I think America's next drag superstar. There, it's a superstar. And it's not just your talent that you can put on great looks and dress and you have good ideas and you know how to turn it out in a lip sync. It's it's more than that. Like, I mean, I, I even as much as I hate on Eureka, I feel like Aquaria, Eureka, and Asia all have that quality to some degree. So it's like Asia, you got to see like this, like this mothery, nurturing figure who's bigger than and who who there, there's a quality to that that that's like that's an America's drag superstar. Aquaria is pushing the envelope in his fashion, and we got to see this realness to her. Eureka like is body image positive, and she's a performer, and she she has that persona. There, there's there's something to that. Whereas Cameron is reserved, and she holds herself back, at least at where we're seeing her in the show. And I don't think right now she's ready, but like I could see her coming back to an All Stars with this more realized version of herself, and killing it um i have have a thought on this it's two there's two things with it It, one is there is the winner of um like the technical winner of rupaul's drag race and then there's like the winner of the season Mm -hmm. usually there's like a valentina (coughs) or like an aja or whatever um i think to win rupaul's drag race you could be a cameron but you're not really gonna win the television show Mm -hmm. if you don't have a big strong personality um and part of that is because you're entering the world of one. Your your purpose on the TV show is for entertainment. So how can you entertain if you don't really have a dominating, like, uh, outgoing personality? How can you entertain us otherwise? Right. She's been doing a pretty decent job, just like with runways and mm-hmm. some sort of a mysterious story, and then kind of being a muscle queen. There's some things there. Yeah. But then you're also you're entering now a world uh, of being a public figure. But how can you be a public figure? in a really strong way if you can't like connect with the public right. by being vulnerable and open. So she doesn't really have to me a super strong relationship with like the quote unquote public outside of looks. Mm-hmm. So that's the only part I know of her. And I think that's very an impressive part. There's something I connect with, with being introverted and shy. And I think probably there's a lot of like listeners and people who, and viewers of the show that are like, I'm, I'm super introverted. It's yeah. cool to see someone else be on TV who's introverted. So that's cool in a, in a way. Yeah. I just don't know how like how long that can last. Well, yeah, and to add to that is I've I've spoken about Cameron. I I've, I've already seen a progression from her social media presence since like while watching the show is I feel like 
maybe she's either just a more comfortable with social media, but like she's a different person with her social media than she is on the show now. Yeah. And she's like, you, so you talk about there's like w- w- different ways to win the show. She's definitely one of the better social media queens from this. this she was season. like one of the first ones to like all of our, she would like, mm-hmm. like all of her early posts. And and she really does she's since faded. Maybe truly, she truly engage. She truly does engage with her fans. I've seen it. She tons of stories, all of this stuff. And I'm impressed. I And I think, that there, there's been like like probably some like light bulb aha moments for Cameron since the show's probably the finale or whatever you know, uh, and I I'm not I'm not worried. I don't think she's gonna win. I don't think she just necessarily deserves to win this season. But I'm really happy with what the little bit we got to see um, from her in this last episode. Cool. And yeah. uh, I I just I think it's. I'm excited with uh, what she's done. I, I think she's deserving of top four. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I think sh- where she's at is deserved. I don't, I, I think there's people who say she probably should have went home already. I don't, I, I kind of disagree. I think, you know, you have people like Monet and Cracker who are fans' favorites and they're great. They, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that they went when they should have went. People like it's like that's the thing when you connect with the audience at home by being really charismatic mm-hmm. and fun. We're gonna fight for you and want you to stay a little bit longer. Right. Cameron hasn't done that. She's gotten almost no uh, screen time with like her boy look and like the talking heads. So I'm like not connecting with her in that way. So other people, I'm like, I love you and I know you are now going home. But the truth be told, they've done worse in the challenges. Right. I think for the most part, people went home when they were supposed to. Right. Like Monique was one of my favorite queens and had the bigger personality of the season over Cameron. I, I, I love Monique more than I like Cameron. But I'm not going to sit here and say that Monique deserved Cameron's spot. Yeah. There's no way. Like, And I think there's a ton of people who are fans of the show who get so clouded in their own judgment and opinions that they can't be objective for one moment to just be like, come on, girl. Like, if you're going to really, yeah. really sit here and say Miss Cracker deserved to be top four, I, I kind of can't take you seriously because we didn't watch the same season. Because Miss Cracker, though she did, she had one challenge where she excelled, it was like, like she... She dropped the ball. She was her own worst enemy the entire time. Yeah, she's the Katya of this season. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and say that Ms. Cracker's not talented or whatever. Not going to say any of that. But like, we're we're watching a different season. If you're going to try to pretend like she's something more than that. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. To pivot off that, I have another question. Controversial amongst the queers, (laughs) which you know I I have been going back and forth on this, and I've been asking myself this. So. We're here at the finals, and we have these four great queens, mm-hmm. and Eureka is amongst them. Yeah. There has been a very loud backlash at the fact that people are, like, worried or scared Eureka might win, and I just kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. because I felt that, too. However, <sighs> especially after watching the last episode, it's like, oh, my God. Eureka is incredible and to watch that growth and she's one of the Queens that like truly had to battle herself, which is the scariest battle you go through. Mm -hmm. Um, and my point being a lot of gays don't want her to win yet. I think she's one of the, uh, contestants that has in, should be like top two at this point. 
because of what she's gone through and what she's shown. I'm going to agree with you, and that's big of me. <laughs> okay, but see, and exa- it, okay, this, that right there, that statement, why? Let's talk. I really well, want to talk about it. For me personally, I was falling under the like, Eureka's sort of unlikable. She's trying really hard in some ways that she can't shut up in the workroom. I think personally, I don't want to be around her. Yeah. Which, like, that's like a kind of a big statement. Totally. But I, I she is, it, this is crazy because Asia's been my front runner the entire time. My top two now is now, I think, Aquaria and Eureka. Mm. I can't see Asia winning, and I don't know if she quite deserves it right now. She's like, she's done super well. I just feel like she's sort of middle. My in the stuff has like, shuffled up a little bit too, I will say. Yeah. But um, my opinion on Eureka hasn't changed super dramatically. But like, I will say this last episode and in Untucked, um, I was a little more comfortable with Eureka and her place in the finals. Like, I, I had worry going into it that she was going to win. I don't think she's going to win either. I don't think she's going to win this season. Who? Eureka. Uh, oh, I, well, Ryan and I think she could. I think she could. I don't think she is. I think Aquaria is going to win this season. Oh, I, yeah, duh. I think, Aquarius you know, I, uh, this is, I was surefire after this episode. It is Aquaria. It's Aquarius. And it's it crazy. Has to be. And I, I didn't think I was going to be okay we, with it, but I'm kind of okay oh, with I'm it. I'm so okay with Every, it. I'm, I'm more than okay with like, it. Like, I'm surprised you guys both are Team Aquaria because, af- like, just even this weekend, I've heard people who are like, oh, it's definitely Eureka. Oh, it's definitely Asia. And I'm like, oh, we don't know. Well, I mean, I yeah, will say this is the sure, closest yeah. top, like, well, I'm going to just say top three. I'm sorry, Cameron. This is the closest top three that we've had. Since I think season five, I mean, when you have Alaska, Roxy, and Jinx, like that's oh yeah, wow, that's that's my that was my baby season. That was the season that I first started watching. And like really oh, so rewatching good. that season, like you know, like in retrospect, you think like oh, it was Jinx's to win, but it really wasn't necessarily. Like I mean, Alaska really started up ticking and killing it. Was, it. it was and between them, and then Roxy was consistent. Here's the deal: I, I we can't talk about it too long because of time. But to me, Roxy, I look back at Roxy. Uh, everyone hated her because she was mean to Jinx, and Jinx was like a perfect victim character. Yeah, yeah. And with that said, Jinx is my number one favorite queen of all time. But she was like a perfect victim character, and Roxy. Why was the, were you from? That's right, bitch. Portland, Oregon, home of Jinx Monsoon. But she. <laughs> Uh, Roxy to me could have went could have won any other season. Yeah, Roxy, those looks. Roxy is maybe one of the best drag queens that's ever existed. She's yeah. incredible. Yeah. She's okay. held in high regard by a lot of people. Okay, so therein lies this body queen question. I we were talk. I was talking about it with some friends today. To me, Roxy's a bigger girl. She could like easily have taken that crown. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season seven. I think we get Ginger Minge, who is like a perfect candidate. I thought she was going to win. I thought she have. should have Ginger won. Ginger should have won. Thus Probably. bringing us to this season. I think they chose the wrong winner for that. Violet Tchotchke is great. Ginger Minge won, in my, in my opinion. Post-drag race, Violet Tchotchke has become one of my favorite winners yeah. of all time. But yeah. Po- but Violet Tchotchke is amazing. I yeah. love Violet. Yeah. Uh, my point is... Because of that thing, now to me we have almost a. It's another season seven dilemma of Aquaria. I think should take home the crown. To be honest, but it's like, do we season ten and America's Next Top Model choose Whitney 
<laughs> to oh. well, be the plus. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel is like it now time for honestly, the big girl? About, I feel like if they pick Eureka to win, it's going to be a season seven situation again where we're going to look back and be like, oh, season seven, Ginger should have won, but a Violet won, where it's like, with the the, it's gonna be the it's the same thing, just opposite. I, this is Aquarius season. Like she had maybe one sour note the whole season. I Eureka had way more. I deeply feel. I always go Ryan. Who do you want to win? I think of this. If I'm watching All Stars, give it to Aquaria. Let's see Eureka one more time because she crushes. Yeah, and let's see Asia another time. Yeah, I think they both would be great in All Stars. Aquaria, I'm like you showed us a perfect there. season almost. Yeah. Give it to the girl. She she won the season. If she doesn't win, it's because of some gimmick at the end. It's because of there's a lip sync for your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be. Fails. It will be that. Yeah. Um, it has to be. She's an incredible lip syncer yeah. too. I'm I'm gonna like say is like that the moment you touched on earlier was like the her doing the the choreography with Todrick, which we haven't even really talked about yet. We'll get into it after uh, the break. Yeah, uh, but like that moment really solidified the. Oh, this is um, America's Next Drag Superstar, and then finally seeing the finished product, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And the Asia, it, I am, I'm Team Asia, all the way. Like that's my favorite queen out of the top four, which explains you because I can't stand her. Oh, I love Asia. You don't Asia, like Asia? Asia's no. <sighs> I can see why you wouldn't, but also she's. I agree. She's I agree a with all drag of, queen. I agree with every point you guys are making i think my issue i mean maybe this is because i love talking about each queen yes, in this episode um and like why they deserve yeah. and stuff um that's what this is yeah mm-hmm. if we're moving on to asia i don't know if we're taking a break or, okay well no no well, just, just say yeah, it. We'll, we'll okay go. i asia i feel my heart feels weird because it's like you guys are saying all points why you love asia and i think on paper that's why people love asia but asia to me offers no like, I don't feel any, maybe, wow, maybe relatability to me, I guess. Mm. It's because both your parents are alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Sometimes you come in with, like, a sledgehammer. Or, <laughs> shall I say, wrecking ball. Yeah, and it's like, Nick, we're not renovating the kitchen. We're oh, just yeah. deciding what color to paint. I just them. literally Accent wanted wall. to hang that macrame <laughs> above the sink. I'm sorry. I yeah. wanted to see what kind of bearings the wall had. <laughs> yeah. They don't, <laughs> macrame is, by the way, the lightest of arts. <laughs> can we, for the, I know a lot about sports. I don't, can we, what's a macrame? Oh, it's like a like like cross stitching Like or a something. knitted yarn, yeah. like hanging thing you see on, like for art, like yeah. wall. Have you ever seen like where people have like the driftwood and they have like the knitted, like, like thick it's white gorgeous yarn? It's gorgeous and it's very boho chic. It's very yes. anthropology. Okay. Yes. So not. Portland, Ryan, not or very Portland, not Arizona, Ryan. Not really, no, no, it's it Arizona. Arizona. It'd be Sedona, though. Oh, is that explained? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yes. we're clicked in. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. It yeah. would it would fit perfectly in a home that has like a lot of cacti. You know, cool. I got a lot. Yeah. I got some homework to do tonight. Mm-hmm. Some turquoise. The turquoise, I'm in. Turquoise. I get it. Yeah, you God, get do it. I? God, do I get but turquoise? Talk about it. Give him the mic. Hold on. Let's just give him a second. Okay, okay. we're going to clock it. We're going to clock it. Give me a, a full minute on turquoise. Hi, little boy. Uh, decided he loved rocks because there's a lot of rose quartz in the desert. Started collecting, and turquoise is a very southwestern New Mexico theme, Albuquerque. Yes, honey. Uh, it belongs to Southwest, and it belongs to grandmas, and I was about it. Turquoise is still my favorite color. I am in, uh, it's like an aquarium. I love it. Um... I it, oh 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 my god! It goes seconds. on the it goes on the Kachina dolls. I uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, 
love turquoise here. I'm about it. I get it. I really want to jump on board with this macrame. 20 seconds. Oh, great. Um, have you guys ever tried to spell turquoise? It's a hard word. Uh, 10 I, seconds. I won't do it. Okay, yeah, 10 seconds. I just want to say Ryan Barton is pro turquoise. I hope it's in my wedding. And time. Uh, Alexis Good Michelle, job. eat your heart out. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That got me. <laughs> you got me, gal. <laughs> well, it's, you know what? When I, you start anything with, uh, there's a boy. Uh, <laughs> there was a boy who loved stones and gems. <laughs> and he searched the desert for them. I remember we had, we, I had this, like, truly 30 by 30 grid. Yes. Like, plastic grid that yes. you collect your rocks in. Yes. And there's only two things that were ever filled. Rose quartz. And turquoise. Oh my God. Beautiful. That's all I have. Beautiful. I at your funeral and you will be 99 years old and I'm going to die the day after you, but oh, I will speak at your funeral. Th- thank I'm you. going to die from a gunshot. <laughs> self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. No, no. The better story is there's an assassin yeah. at my funeral <laughs> that wants John dead. I came out from hiding to go to your funeral, yeah. but at your funeral I was found. Yeah. Plot twist. I'm the assassin. Yes. And it's because Chad killed you. Yes. But I didn't this tell This does anyone. make sense. Yes. But at your funeral, I am going to instead of give a eulogy, I am going to. You know how they did um, Justin Bieber's like smile? They slowed it down nine hundred percent. Does anyone know about that? Oh, there's probably a couple people out there. Shout out to my Justin Bieber smile slowed down to nine hundred percent. Three people said, "Oh, uh, sure." Well, anyways, I'm going to slow down your speech and just play that for your funeral, and that's going to be your funeral. So know that that's your funeral. Yeah, is that your funeral? Yes, it is. I don't have a choice. I'm dead. Yeah. Well, um, on that note, I think it's perfect timing for a commercial break. Let's take a commercial break. Yeah. Bad butter. And we're back. <laughs> You're so bad. Oh my God. It's just like, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, we do have very little. I feel like this is, there's so much like theory to talk about with this show or with this episode. This, yeah. But you know, let's just get into the actual meat and potatoes. We, yeah. We've dissected a little bit. We'll still dissect, but Let's just get into it. You know, we know that uh, we have choreography from Todrick. Good drag king name. Choreography from, from what? Choreography. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant about meat and potatoes, Chad. Let's get in the meat potatoes. <laughs> you meant puns? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Would, would this be a good drag name? Todd. Rick Hollow Notes. No, no, it's God, not, it's not, not at all. <laughs> not even a you little You know what? Bit. This is a safe space to try, Absolutely, right? Absolutely. It yeah. is, but this we're is... also going to be harsh and honest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Nick, I know your brand. Yeah. 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 That, is that my brand? Yes. What do you think your brand is? You, this is, you are the, um, uh, the realist, the knife sharpener. Yeah. Mm. And tester. You're the knife sharpener. Uh, yes. You know what? I look at a lot of people like dull blades that I need to be sharpened. You're looking at me? Uh-huh. Hey, look at me. Boop, boop. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I yeah, I feel like I try to keep it real. You're a knife sharpener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but anyways, I, yeah. so they, well, so we were gonna talk about the choreo first. Yes. Okay, so Aquaria killed it, and she intimidated the hell out of them. Yes. Obviously. Um, yes. And that moment was really cute when twist. she was crying. Mm-hmm. She was so excited. That moment was so. It made me fall in love. Yeah, yeah, because that's the most relatable, yes. happy thing that you could yeah. see is because we're all that. Like, if I was there, I'd want to be in the moment, appreciating mm-hmm. it. Versus so in the moment. What a good. Yeah. So in the moment, which is something as people we don't do a lot. Yeah. And you, you know, to learn that or be taught that or something. Either way. Yeah. I. That's an experience. You, you you sometimes. But she's twenty fucking two years old. She's young. Yeah. I watched. You know, we all watched the first episode, and I was just like, 
I hate this bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's a little. I was like, oh, cool. She'll go home, not first, but somewhere in the middle. I mean, she's the antithesis of someone you want to root for mm-hmm. because she's young, skinny, beautiful in and out of drag, white, privileged, uh, talented. Keep Everything's going, going for going, her. Keep going. Um, really big dick. Keep going. Just like a huge sack of balls. Yeah, and that's like, enough. I think we got that. <laughs> You know um, what? I did want one more, but I agree. Let's cut it off yeah, there. Yeah. Um, For time. No, you're right. I, but like, she really turned it around, and we got to see the full circle moment for her by this this like last episode. Mm-hmm. And it's what made me so much more comfortable with being like, you know what? I'm okay with an Aquaria win. Like, literally before this episode, I was like, I, I though I know technically she's won more challenges. Like, do I think she deserves it more? I don't know. But then like seeing the the real moment that was captured on camera and then seeing how she interacts with her fellow queens, how she killed in this last uh, episode, I was like, yeah, yeah, she has earned the title in my opinion. Um, I want to say, though, real quick about Todrick has gotten a lot of hate for being like um, a shitty person on the show <laughs> of being like, all right, great. And we're going to roll in three seconds. Just remember when we roll, I want you to hit this note. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be like, okay, but I can't. And he'd be like, then you're failing and you quit. Are you quitting? Are you quitting? <laughs> or he'll be like, can you hit this? One, two, kick, cat, 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 cat. And it's like, then drop into the splits and then I want you to do a backflip. They're like, I literally can't do that. And he'll scream at them. Yeah, yeah. But, but. but a little bit better this episode. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to compliment him. No, well, Me. I don't know. I, I was going to say he's a little bit better with this episode, but he's still... Did that shit. And I know it's producers telling him to do that, but like, yeah. I can't remember who it was. It was Cameron. Cameron was like, literally, she got up off her seat and he was like, we're going to have you hit this. Ready? Did the full choreo so quickly and then asked her to do it and then was like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it. Yes, I am. You just showed me one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bitch, choreo is hard to learn. Yeah, it's the manufactured drama moments. And uh, he's really the goat for them, though, because yeah. it's like. Well, he. He was had like a gig where he was like a set judge, and then they took it away. And I think at this point, he's just like, anything you tell me to do, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, maybe so, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of drums there. Uh, Todrick Hall, to me, I sorry, I thought you were gonna say when Aquaria was crying, he like actually did kind of give her that moment, which was like a softer side. I think that we saw from Todrick. Yeah, yeah. You know, Todrick to me, uh, unpopular opinion, maybe is like in Asia. Uh, I'm like, I get it. I get it. Talented. Great. Yes. You are, you are family. Yeah. Yes. But not someone I feel very like inspired by. Well, there's like there, I think there's a lack of vulnerability Uh, or something that you can't connect with. Yeah. Took the words out of my mouth. I see that for Asia. I find, I find Asia to be completely relatable. Like, like I, there's a maturity with Asia and like there's a, a variety of different viewpoints and drag styles. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 I really am a huge fan of Asia. Do you I, know what I think it comes from maybe is Asia's pageantry background that I feel the answers being given in that I don't feel like, Oh, I can really settle into this yeah. as rooting for her. There, there's something Even though about, she's polished, there's something about Asia and this is true from, for a lot of other Queens too. I think cracker kind of had this where everything she says 
is like her body is here saying the words and then her brain is above with a bird's eye view, looking at everything, looking at everyone around her, wondering mm-hmm. how they're going to take it in. And so she curates everything that comes out of her mouth. And that's probably because of like pageant experience. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think as people, I operate that way. And so it's easier to smell that out from other people. I'm not saying it's bad. I used to operate that way. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry for you. That shines off. Oh I remember those days. Chad, you're oh, doing monster. it again. Doing what, honey? You're doing, doing the patronizing thing again. That patronizing what? <laughs> that honey? what thing? Chad, Chad. The honey is Remember honey. when we talked about you, when you patronize people, uh, how that's not a great thing? Remind me, honey. Where were we? <laughs> we were at uh, uh, the Sabon French restaurant. Sabon. 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 Yeah. Um, as a viewer watching this bit, lost me, got me. Lost me. <laughs> welcome to our dynamic. Yeah, and wel- welcome yeah. to the show oh, Lost. Oh, no, please. This is not my first time. Yeah. And yeah, welcome to the show Lost. That's literally uh, got me, lost me, got me, lost me. Um, also, yeah. welcome to your new um, eulogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk up there. I'm going to scream into the mic. Imagine this scrum. Screamed. Got me, lost me, got me, lost me. And then I'm gonna walk away. Yeah, and there's gonna be a but standing ovation. But please cry. It's no, my I, funeral. I'll be full sob. Okay. But this is the thing. I'll be sobbing. All eyes I'm, on him. <laughs> this is the, this is the deal. I'm gonna be sobbing while I'm in the audience, which is what I'll call myself while I'm at your funeral. <laughs> and then I'll walk up, and it'll be dry as a bone, super smiley. I'll say, "Got me, lost me, got me, lost me." And then I'll walk away, and I'll start sobbing again because you know why? Because I'm no longer. Uh, I no longer have the mic. So I no longer have the attention. Do you know what's incredible is I come from a place where I believe there's a universe in which I die really soon after this podcast. Holy shit. And that Chad does have, no, not to me, just that Chad, she has to do it. But you know what? (laughs) If you believe in the theory that there's so many universes, there, there is a universe, probably many universes where you die after this podcast. There's a universe in which we all die right now. Yeah. A meteor is about to hit. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, welcome to, <laughs> I don't know what the best. That got so deep. I don't know what the best sound effect for uh, saying "there's a universe in which we all die right now" is, but that felt like a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's try a couple others. Okay, there's a universe in which we all die right now. She already died. That's it. That's it. I know. We don't move on. But that is it. One oh, more. One more. That was one more. Okay. Right. There's a universe in which we all die right now. Shade. <laughs> Yeah, number two. It was number two. That's number two. Okay. Yeah. But Asia. Yeah, Asia. I'm a fan. You're not. Okay. You're, you can't relate. It's fine. Let's I just thought that uh, was, a, I wanna, was a cool point. Too. I just want to get into this uh, with this is something I I want to be I want to be critical. I'm not going to take away Eureka's spot in the top four, but I feel like these are points that should be like pointed out. They should be uh, t- talked about. Uh, Eureka. Struggled obviously with the choreography, like you know, she was worried, you know, from her past experience. And when you see the finished result, they went easy on her with the choreography, they gave her like nothing. Full you agree. and I are on the same page because I was Full just about agree. before you started, I was just about to say, let's talk about the difference in what choreo yeah. they all got. Yeah, and I, I, this is like kind and of Eureka a, is a dancer. Kinda. Nah. She's a good performer. So she can she perform. Has, and she knows rhythm and she's a good yeah. lip syncer, so she can dance. But this is what I'm gonna say is that And you know she can do the splits. Yeah, she's a dancer. Looking looking back at the show, I think that there has been some producer nudging and favoritism and editing for Eureka to give her a more beneficial edit. Yeah, yeah. favorable edit, yeah. For sure. 
Um, and I think this is like one of those things where it's like, let's, let's have Asia do full on floor work. Aquaria get flipped and picked up in the air and Cameron do some Janet Jackson, like voguing, like move. And then just have Eureka just gyrate and throw her hair around. She did nothing. She, and, in, in all fairness, and I, was off with her background dancers too. She did not hit the same moves at the same point. Yeah. She, if, if they were sending, if they were doing a bottom two this week, it would have been Asia and Eureka. Probably. I do want to say hi, Eureka. I love you if you're listening to this. Yeah, um, she's but not. you, I feel like out of the four of them, she was the weakest. Yeah. Like there were parts where I was like, this feels uninspired. Like the and, word is on un- Like it's, I don't know. And guys also, the look she wore for the final four number. I loved it. Was, oh no, wait. Hold no, on. Second. She already wore it during Farmer Rusical. For the, the, the dance pharmacy. number? She already wore that bodysuit. Did you check on that yourself? Yeah, it was on Reddit. It was Was it on Reddit or did you check on it yourself? I don't know what the difference of that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, because, oh, the difference is because I don't believe that. It's uh, photo. Nan, the Nancy Drews are out there, Ryan, just because you don't want to believe it doesn't mean it's not true. Just like the moon landing never happened. It Chad, didn't. we talked about this. This is the same conversation with the patronizing stuff. Don't. What? The moon landing happened. Well, Ryan and I both think it didn't. No, it didn't. And you uh, want to know why? Why? Give him a minute. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll but take. I that think minute. when you're doing when you're in the finals and you're repeating a look, that's a big issue for me. And I know you said you loved it, but I actually didn't like her runway look. Oh, I, oh, I like the I runway look. Oh. I thought it was. Would love to know. You know, it's so funny. I saw it and I immediately was like, oh no, because I thought about the other queen's looks. And then in my heart, I was like, yay. And then I heard the judges and I was like, yay. Why did you feel nay? It wasn't nay. I love the camp and I love the humor and the creativity. I think that just, it's like gray is a tough color to do. And when you do solid gray and kind of no cool, you know what? not a, a great silhouette. Black white. Instead, like, to reverse it where it's black with white writing. That would have been better. better. I would have liked that better. The gray was kind of been a slimming. dull. It kind of left me with a dull taste in my mouth. And then the light bulbs mixed with the dictionary mixed with Eureka was, it was sort of a long Heavy walk. Heavy handing. A little bit of a long walk. And just the gems on the light bulbs was sort of like, I wanted the gems somewhere. I'm sorry, Maybe I, the for- letters I forget. I forget. Where were the light bulbs? The light bulb on her was in the headpiece. Oh, the yes, piece. yes, the yeah. headpiece. Okay. Also, like she said, like uh, when Thomas Edison discovered discovered the light bulb, which one, that's crazy. So first off, let's just, let's pause. You can't discover a light bulb. Oh, okay. One. Time out. One. Have you seen <laughs> that super cut of why we love Drag Race on the internet? And it's all the queens trying their best to like say things. it's all the dumb sh- shit that they've done. Yeah, Gia Gunn being like, wait, wait, what's that? And it's what's just that? whatever. Hey, it's that? it's like so. It's like come on, we can't do. No, we can't I know, say but that. It's, it's I love being critical on stuff like that because it's like <laughs> it's aired, you know. So it's like it had to go through. She had to say it. There's a then full it had to be, look. I, I don't know. I just felt, I just felt, it's funny. To, Do we remember Kimora Black? I also just yeah. love the idea of Thomas Edison, like, like out in a rainforest, like digging with shovels, <laughs> finding <laughs> light bulbs. Do you know what would be so but fun? But also he didn't, uh, he did not say Eureka. Aristotle said Eureka. Yeah. So that's the other side There's of that. There's a lot of wrong. She was like, when Thomas Edison discovered the light bulb, he shouted Eureka. And Aristotle's sitting there like, fuck my drag, right? Exactly. What? And I just did a meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
what's a macrame? Yeah, well, we should go back to that. So yeah. macrame no, is... No, 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 please don't. No, um, so you have no. Since so, we're, we're talking about looks, since yes. we're talking about looks, honey, let's break down the other looks, honey. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Who, who do you guys want to pick? Chad, you pick the next person. Um, let's go to the top. Uh, Aquaria. Aquaria. That little dangling star glitter fantasy with that cutout in the body and the hips the and everything. The rock to gray the wig. Face, Max Wishes. Max Wishes, honey. I did not see it as gray, but I guess yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I the loved it. Yeah, yeah. Full gray. Yeah. yeah. That was stunning. Go- stunning. Stunning. Brown cow stunning. Yeah. Um, I, wow. That was, it was really gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Um, like, I don't even have a note either way. It was so good, I think. I thought it was a perfect finale look. It was. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was I'm a star. It was her drag, like yeah. her style. It had like creativity and I don't know if a camp is the right word, but it had like that fun factor mixed yes. with the beauty factor. Yeah, it was perfect. And her look for the the American number was also, also perfect. Great. It was like this tangoy, like still patriotic. Yeah. Fun. Um, it was very Violet Chotchke esque to me. Well, they said in too, a wonderful way. They called out that she was one of the top five look queens, yeah. along with yeah. Detox, Raja, Violet Chotchke, and Miss Vanjie. Oh yeah, that's right. They did mm-hmm. say Miss Vanjie. Which that's fair. Sure. That's fair. Miss Vanjie um, slayed the runway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then let's go on to uh, Asia. Asia's look from the American number kind of reminded me of like sponge dress, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, um, I loved her wig in it. And then what was the runway? I'm trying to. The runway was like the the Tiffany blue sort of like Egyptian like yes. inspired, which I love. She was beautiful. I and I love that she's like you know what fucking I'm gonna wear a chin strap thing like and like she looked gorgeous. Yeah, she had that that gem on her chin. To me, that's the Aquaria that. I'm more attracted to like huh? that. I am the Asia. You mean? Or, or sorry, uh, uh, yeah, Asia. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking because like I thought of Aquarius teardrop yeah. things yes, that she yes, had, yes, which yes, I yes, like yes. love. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, the chin drop. I guess I'll call it the chin. Gem. Sorry, Asia. The chin um. I, yeah, that's the that's the kind of like chances I guess I see her earning and love and want to explore that Asia more because mm-hmm. I feel that's like not she's the, done that all season. I. Disagree. Asia in the, the dandelion be- look, and then she camp, the camp, that's, camp. That, that's not camp. Are you? So wait, you're to me saying, that's camp. Yeah, no, it is. Dandelion's a little campy. The the, the Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird campy. Campy. That was for sure. Camp. That's our that's our first impressions of her. That's where even I'm putting her, her in my mind. Even her good and bad last week. Her her orange creamsicle look. Was Thank you. Beautiful Thank and you. But it still had a little bit of. Camp. You're so. Are you saying that this was more pageant? I'm beautiful? saying this was cool to see the uh-huh. marriage of the two. Which to me is like it's it's like I don't think she had that look fully planned until that day, like yeah, saying maybe, like yeah. the equation equation. I literally want to say I Aquaria. Ship I ship it. I ship it. Aquasia. I literally <laughs> keep wanting to say that's the Aquaria. New <laughs> I'll take it. Trix, is that Katya and Trixie? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. love Aquasia. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> no, yeah, I just feel so passionate about it. Um, yeah. She she looked beautiful. Do you know what I mean? It was like it had like a fun creative. Asia thing, on also day one, I think, yeah. had an idea of what she wanted to do, and that that look to me was like, oh, what a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels new, and I'm interested. And last yeah. but not least, uh, Cameron Michaels. Cameron. I liked both looks, but what I will say is I feel like I've seen them because of her social media sp- before prior to this, which kind of takes the thunder away. I. She has been a look queen. She has been slaying, and I thought it was 
mediocre and the it was, most it was boring. like beautiful period not beautiful exclamation mark yeah. oh, that's great a good way, to put, it way to put it great not Cameron. Because the, the better version of that look was the, like, um, what was the one where she had sparkles in her hair, glitter in her hairline? It was like she had this beautiful blonde was wave. Was it like a Martian? <gasps> no, I um, can't remember now. Shit. It early. Been, early? It, it might have been the glitter denim and... It might have been the denim the, and uh, diamonds on the runway. It was denim and diamonds. That look to me was a better version of what she did this week. It's just, like, fully really agree. pretty drag. But mm-hmm. this was, like, a little... It was a little forgettable, even though it was so beautiful. Right. Uh, uh, it's just, it's it's the theme of the season. Gorgeous, but your competition did better. Yeah. In any you have other, to think about like memorable moments. Right. I think no matter what, like you can be the most beautiful girl, but if you're like, uh, like, um, oh, what's her face? The fishy girl of season five. Okay, I can't remember her name now. Vivian Panay. Yes, thank you. If you're Vivian Panay, it's like, yeah, you're really pretty, but you're also not that creative and At not all. that interesting and kind of a fucking idiot. I'm just kidding. No, uh, she I, kind of is because she has a weird business thing going yes, on. Yes, yeah. I was going to say, have you heard about that? She like scammed people. She had this With wig, wig company out and she was like taking all these orders and then she like only filled maybe like a quarter of the orders and then the, the orders that she did fill. For, for not just like, for drag queens, but it's like there's a whole like, like, uh, uh, com- like, uh, not company, uh, uh, a community of women who do princess like parties and stuff and they would order wigs from her company and they normally had really good it's weird opinion wigs like they like held in high regard but then you know frozen or no it was a rapunzel the rapunzel wig yes. was really really bad quality yeah and like came with like you could see the wig netting and like bobby pins that like just looked terrible and people wanted like it kind of got around and like there was bad return policies and it she just shut down her business and like like took the money and ran. I don't know if she took the money and ran. I think she refunded money, but like people had parties and like things planned months in advance where they needed to get these wigs and like they lost they lost business. Anyways, that's our Vivian Penny anyway. corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a lot of people know the story, but it's <laughs> a lot of fun. We need to educate the children. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, child. Um, but anyways, that's my, that's my thought with that. It was just like, kind of like understated and, and semi forgettable, even though it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about really quickly? We just got to touch on their podcast performances because oh. I do think it is a valid part of being a Please. queen, your personality. Um, I think you can see star quality more when someone's directly talking with you and who yeah. can milk moments and all that stuff. Um, but I will say this, and this is my thought with the entire episode. I thought all of the queens really showed that they deserved to be in the top four. Yeah, I agree. fully agree. Yeah, yeah. they were I, all fun. In I different couldn't ways. just I, indistinguishable. Yeah. I like I, they all re re made me fall in love with yeah. them. And to tack on to that, going to the American number, I really really loved that number. I watched it like multiple times. I mm-hmm. thought it was like one of the better ones they've had. It. And meant a lot to me yeah. for some reason. It was a lot I of liked fun. It. it was no category is. No, but honestly, I would say it's the second. No, it's not the same. One. I would agree. No, no, no. Reggie S- wrote you first. Oh, wait. Reggie you, read you wrote you is third step. place. You think category is is better than Reggie wrote you? I get the chills. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Time out, time out. What category Just to clarify, are we on right now? Category is was season, season nine. nine. Yeah. That's last to me? No. No, 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 no All no. stars too. Three, three. All stars three. three is last. Yeah. Um, curtains up. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I get what you're saying, oh. but you're wrong. <laughs> no, no, you just don't know. Wow. Uh, um, I think American. There's like it's it's kind of 
like it's inspiring like little song and it's like like i love the lyrics like what they the, the stories that they're telling it's yeah. like i mean i will actually kind of clock aquaria aquarius was good but like the lyric lyrics in like asia's lyrics were great cameron's, cameron's were lyrics great. were really great eureka's were bad eureka's were a little roxy like, roxy yeah, yeah. Mm, um, I think she did good. So. It, it was fine. Better I don't hate it. It was Roxy esque, but like, like it was like relying on her shtick a little. But like, I also do love the body positivity. To thing. me, it's not a shtick. I think that's incorrect. I understand why you're saying it. I think it's incorrect to call it a shtick. I think it's like a wonderful platform. Like, I mm, think she's really leaning yeah. leaning into it a lot. And that's why we call it a shtick, maybe, because she's really trying. She's I like, do think it's okay, genuine. This, I'm not going to take that away. Yeah, I just, I, and when she's like, I'm the elephant queen, I just, uh, oh, I, I really liked I it. I did like, I'm the elephant queen, what are you? I like that because it's like yeah. challenging in a yeah. way, and it's like, step up. Yeah, but like, if we're being honest, she had the weakest por- portion of the number. Yeah, she did. I would but agree. But it was with that. still a very solid performance. She did. Yeah. Overall, solid number. Um, and then no one went home. No one went home. No surprise. But uh, just t- uh, t- touching on some untucked moments. Yeah. Um, that I I'm really be real. This was the first untucked I haven't seen yet. <gasps> Honey, as of as of recording, yeah. there was some really great moments that uh, you missed out on. You, you too, Ryan. You, you, I'm gonna clock you. Yeah, you please do. No, uh, I was with you. We yeah, were at Food Bar. I, I watched. I'll say it. I watched it today. Uh, so it's. Uh, uh, it took me a few days, but uh, there was a moment they didn't show on the show where they asked like who was like they apparently asked all the girls who you were the closest with. And Aquarius said that I was cl- she's closest with Asia, and Aww. really they built a relationship, and that she learned a lot from Asia, and like there was like mothering and nurturing from Asia, and that Aquarius thinks like said that she doesn't think that she would be who she is without at Asia? that point at that point in the competition without Asia as a guiding force for her, and that Asia was so touched by that and said that it was one of these like moments that was. Uh, full circle for her and as much as like you know you want to win and the title is great she's like that moment encapsulated the whole thing for her it was like such a winning moment for her to hear that so cute for both of them to have those reactions but it's also so so strange to me that they didn't show that developing relationship i mean yeah it 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 tells me that there's probably a lot that got left on the cutting room floor this season i think rupaul's drag race has still some some room to grow as far as like Mm -hmm. the kind of reality show it can be because i think that like interpersonal relationships. I want to see the dynamics a little bit more. They, the, so yeah. the strategy for VH1 right now is to pump them out and they've locked into their formula. With season nine, their formula in season nine, yeah. I think. And I think what they're going to realize is that's going to get stale soon. Like yeah. it does in like, let's just say like a survivor survivor has mm-hmm. been going on forever. Right. They change it up. And the change up was now we get to see the more entrepreneur intrapersonal connections between these people and it's like beautiful Mm -hmm. and like to me that is what i hope it gets into soon i don't think it will for a while yeah Yeah. do you know what i mean though it's like like, we're gonna focus more maybe even eliminate them they just don't have time they're showing showing so much but like that's the kind of thing like put out more fucking web clips and shit like people will eat that shit up yeah um there's no reason why you can't do that um Cause I mean, how cool is that to see? Like, like unfortunately, we're getting it so late. But like, a twenty-two-year-old Brooklyn fashion queen bonds with like, uh, f- how old is Asia? Like, almost forty. 
probably. Yeah, yeah mid-30s 40, like, Texas pageant queen. Although black. her skin is 10. I know, I know. Uh, and, like, they're polar opposites in the drag world and, like, just real, real world in general a little bit. But they had this in this bond that was, like, very, very intense. And it was, like, it was such a beautiful little moment to see, like, on Untucked. And then they played uh, videos. Uh, Cameron had a video from her mom. And it was, like, instantly, like, Cameron started bawling and talked about how much she loves her mom and how, like, Cameron doesn't have a ton of, like, really close friends. So... Her mom is her, no like, surprise there. Oh, bitch. And that uh, she... There's, like, no need to shade her in that moment. <laughs> her mom is, like... like None of we all looked away. Yeah. <laughs> Done with you. The, uh, her mom is the person who, like, just comes over and, like, helps her when her life's a mess and does her laundry for her. And it's just, like... It reminded me of my mom. And it, made me, it was, like, such Aww. a sweet moment. Nice. It's good to connect with and her. And then they... Asia walked away because it was like, it's very hard for her because they all started talking about their parents. And, and Asia's Asia, parents are dead, yeah. 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 Sorry, did I not say that with enough tact? No, the thing is, like, when I hit it with a sledgehammer, no like, tact, there, but you like, knew it. There's like a style to it. Like, I didn't even mean to. I was just like, yeah, because her, her parents are dead. I think you can't. <laughs> it's hard to say her parents are dead without it sounding like heavy. Right, but like you know, like I said, when I hit it with a sledgehammer, there's yeah. like a style. There's like a there's a Finesse. intention to it. Uh-huh. You just did it so cavalier. It was like I oh. just walked into a room and I like punched something. I don't know what it was, <laughs> and then you left. Yeah, earned. It was the earned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, uh, uh, mom or dads? Both. They're both in the same. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Weird. Um, well, uh, yeah. I didn't watch. It. it sounds like a sweet way to connect with all the queens. Yeah. I will say. So I've said it. I said it before, but I think this this top four, it's one of the strongest we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. I really could see anyone but Cameron winning it. Yeah. Cameron, I could see winning it, but it'd be like what? People would not be happy. She's just cause unless she's such unless a good we see something in the finale that's like shocking. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, she would have to pull a Sasha Valor, like what? But we do have an exciting reunion coming up. I'm excited to see oh. the Vixen back in the boxing ring. Um, I'm excited to see the resolution like, of the Miss Cracker Asia thing. Yes, and the um, let's see if they try to like get the Miss Cracker Aquaria thing started up again. That stupid contrived drama from yeah. the beginning. Let's see who wins Miss Congeniality after all those bots. As, after all the bots, if that's they, right. Right now, as it stands, for like uh, they do like a Twitter poll about who you want to win. Aquaria is like triple the numbers of the rest of them. And Aquaria has said she does not want to win it because she wants to be on All Stars. It's it's the smarter move to not win the show. Oh wait, are you? Oh, you're talking about oh, the overall polling. I thought you meant for Miss Congeniality. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, for Miss Congeniality, she shouldn't win it. No, 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 no. no. She should. I not thought you were it. talking about Miss Congeniality too. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I the, mean for who wants the to, sequel to the Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock, <laughs> yeah. where she's in Vegas. I thought you were talking Miss Congeniality too, which is a terrible movie. We're gonna say <laughs> it that. really is. Um, gotta see. Before it. we wrap up, we don't have a eulogy this this week. But Thank God. I did want to say we got our first drag race girl follower on our Instagram <gasps> account. We did. Oh my God, we did. And, um, Ooh. bitch, where is she from? She's from Chicago, bitch. <gasps> my, some of my favorite Queens. Yeah. Yeah. So you would know her. Is it someone recent? No. You Wait, know, what is Chad doing? Chad so, left. Okay. I will say, the room. Th- I'll say this. We, sorry, go ahead. I have a, <laughs> he has no well, mic in his sorry. hand. <laughs> like, I, sorry, go I ahead. I had to take a dip because I, um, I needed to confirm that she's still following us. Cause I think it'd be funny to call her out if she did one of those Instagram moves, which <laughs> a lot of people do. That is funny. actually. Uh, Queens, especially <laughs> Queens, especially follow and then unfollow in hopes that you will follow them. Mm-hmm. And so they gain a follower, but they're just Girl, playing a I trick on you. Um, but did we say who it was yet? Did you guys No. Oh, Mystique Ms. Summers Madison. Yes. So Mystique Summers Madison followed us. 
bitch, I'm from Chicago, to Peace and a Biscuit. I think that's her too. Um, epic splits on the stage on one of the runway challenges. A weird choice for her Texas look. A weird ass choice for her Texas look. Um, so we're going to just look really quickly. And um, she also messaged us. Oh and, my God, yeah. Or funny. sorry, no. Well, I should frame that differently. We messaged her. And, <laughs> and then she messaged us back. Uh, but she was she was uh, very nice to follow us, even if it was just for a second. Um, and she'll be on the podcast if uh, she's ever in L.A. So Yeah. So are we, we are looking up if she's still following us? Yeah. Let's see. Let us see. So while you guys are looking that up, I do want to bring something yes. to attention. Sure. So this... Uh, uh, always when they decide who the fin- the, who the finale is going to be, who's going to be in it. <laughs> She's not following she us. She's not following us. She followed us. unfollowed. She followed unfollowed. Wow. Oh. Speak summer. Should I message her back? I could put like, money Never on mind. It. You're uninvited to the podcast. <laughs> like full money. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the, the part in these episodes that always gets me like a lot mm-hmm. is when they show the pictures of themselves yes. as a young oh, child. Yes, yes, yes. And I remember one night I was like going through like a real tough time like two years ago. And I actually think it was the Shea Coulee. So season nine. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And I like got like, like, like emotional. I like, I like did it to myself. Right. Like, like I was watching the finale by my, or not the finale, but the episode before. And then yeah. I was watching it by myself and I like did it to myself. And I was like, cry. I was like getting really emotional. I was like, Ryan, like you. And I just think it's like such a sweet, moment yeah mm-hmm. totally like man it's really heavy yeah and but also really and watching them do it i am so like <gasps> um i didn't get it in time but i did message chad's mom to give me a picture of you when you were like six or eight I, I was gonna make you do it to yourself she didn't get back to me in time but she did oh you messaged her when friday and she hasn't texted you back she's dead to me has she not texted you back she's dead to me mom no i, I messaged a- her on facebook and then i was gonna message kale but then i saw oh, kale message her on facebook that doesn't count yeah i know she doesn't check that but then i was gonna text kale to do it but then we had drag race so what a i gag. like fully lost what a gag. well i, but have, I thought that would have been so fun i do have a childhood picture of me in drag oh that i'll maybe i'll we'll post that i'll post oh, that yeah. you should um, but that uh, she would totally have. T- you should, you, it's just you had to text. I just didn't get yeah. to. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know, I know. I just think it's cute. I think it's really important for us to like do that because totally. when we're that young and we're really going through the thick of it, Ugh. now here we are on the other side as adults. Really, I think. I think us three, Mr. Pete included. Mr. Pete. Um, I feel like we're really lucky. We're really lucky. It yeah. like it's like this is not everyone has this. Yeah. Uh, friendship, friend group. Yeah. And yeah. this is something. And I mean, that's like, I don't know we how much we've touched on it on the podcast, but like we've, this last year has been, I've been very, very uh, grateful for uh, ever growing group of queer friends. And totally, yeah. um, recently I've been trying to put together more of these like gay hangs and invite people and grow this group because, you know, when I like, Sometimes queer people can be pretty toxic. You know, we, we come from toxic environments and we like put on these armors and these like barriers and sometimes it's hard to like shed them. Are we talking about Isaac Mizrahi? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you grope Scarlett Johansson's breast and <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I hate to see 
you know, queer people do that to each other when it's like, you know, we're fucking brothers and sisters. We're family besides brothers and sisters. We're family and we don't need to do that to each other when we relate to each other already. So let's just bond and let's like build each other up and lift each other up and build a community and build each other up. And it's like, so that's a big thing for me. Who do you guys think will take the crown? Oh, I, Ryan Barron, am team Aquaria. Aquaria. Aquaria's going to win. Okay, great. Put that on our tombstone pizzas. <laughs> um, well, we are wrapping up. <laughs> Did you hear that? A laugh squeaked out of Engineer Pete. <laughs> what a so, thing to say. So can we... <laughs> Can we wrap up just by um, plugging anything you have, Ryan? Yes, Ryan. Yeah. Um, okay. So last time I was on the podcast, I was like, hey, I'm finishing up this really big web series I'm doing, mm-hmm. which is like a Kill Bill meets Drag Queens meets camp drama, fun, comedy, action, mm-hmm. adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now do sit here with a full premiere date. You have yes. a date. I do have a date. <gasps> oh um, that is specifically only for LA friends, uh, LA uh, industry and uh, s- supporters. Mm-hmm. But I can say that it will be on. It will be released on the internet after July thirteenth. When's the premiere date? I cannot, and what? Well, I'm not going to say that. I want. I want to hold you to it. You have to say where. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm okay, not gonna. Okay. Yeah. Well, it will be. It'll be premiering this month, the, uh, July, middle of July. Oh, middle of July. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. Which I'm so freaking excited about. It is okay. right around the corner, guys. You know. Yeah. How quick time flies. We'll probably plug it when it actually is released, yes. like, so we can like let you guys know. It's a super fun. I'm in it. Um, it's a good like. Mm-hmm. A super like uh, digestible, super fun. My it's God, a it's fun so ride. Fun. Yeah. You you get to see some of our our dear friends, people who've been on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, who yeah. uh, who are in it. Uh, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I've then follow you on uh, Instagram at Rybrator, which Rybrator. is two R's Y B R A T O R. Yeah, thank you. You can, also, awesome. you can also have me on PlayStation. On also, that. I'm just going to say because it's fun and it's yeah. fun for me. We uh, Ryan and I got to be on Paul F. Tompkins' Spontanea Nation uh, on yeah. Earwolf. Yes, and that's we, gonna be the special guests on our episode are Cameron Esposito and, and Rhea Butcher. Butcher. And, and that's going to well be releasing known. on, I think, June 20th. What? Wednesday, June 20th. Wednesday, June 20th. I yeah. think. Ooh, fun, yeah. Um, so go listen to that. That was fun. We got to do some Definitely improv listen with to that. cool people. Yeah. Yeah, and um, then... Check. Sorry, I just want to plug one more thing. Mm-hmm. We Chad and I have a fun little diddle Diddy. of sketches coming out. Yeah, soon. we have to edit that. We have to edit that. That's gonna be out. Okay, so that'll be out also July, July sometime. I'll plug Great. That. Yep. Yeah. It's right. So fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And then, uh, as always, for us, you guys know the drill. Follow us, like us, subscribe to How Is She Though Pod T H O P O D on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And please, 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 please rate and review us on iTunes. We we love those. If you haven't done them, done that yet for us, we would appreciate that. And then tell our, your friends about us. Yep. Um, last fun thing for uh, this group just happened tonight. Um, UCB has a really positive, queer positive, amazing improv show called Queer World. 
and it's getting to be really big and mm. it's so fun. It's very inclusive and like the audience has such crazy fun interactions with the people on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a part of that. It's every month and tomorrow when this podcast airs, we'll be having it the night of and we added uh, specifically a new cast member oh. uh, literally recently and I'm she, in it, bitch. she's in this room. Yeah. Chad is official You're cast member now. Asked. I finally got asked. Is this like an official? It's ad? official official. Yeah. Woo. Forever, yeah. Queer World at UCB uh, Franklin, Franklin, eleven p.m. Like Usually on Mondays, yeah, m- yeah. monthly and it'll be tonight when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and I think that's about it. We it? love you all. Um, stay I, that's a queer. strong word. No that's love. Cool. I love everyone who's listening. You know, what you're uh, right. I'm we, positive. As I always, love. hello New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, New Zealand. New Zealand. All right, until next time. Bye bye. How is she though? Oh, like a trip, like a best friend. Send me home. Send me home. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.